Welcome back to another episode of e-commerce on tap brought to you by Sourceify. I'm your host, Nathan Resnick. And today we have Brandon from SEO optimizers on Brandon. Thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for having me on today. So I want to talk about AI and SEO, right? Because so many brands are thinking, can I just crank out a, a thousand articles that's written by AI and rank on Google for my keywords? What's going on with the world of AI and SEO? What are you hearing in today's world? Ever since I started doing SEO back in 2007, and back then there were article spinners where you throw an article in there and it will replace words with synonyms or it'll make the article 100% unique, but it's pretty obvious that it wasn't written by people, but mm -hmm. it worked for a while. And then Google in 2011 had their Panda algorithm update right. where they focused on quality of content. And ever since then, Google's always had a big emphasis. Content is the most important thing to Google. Mm -hmm. It has to be original text. Has to be written by people, for people, not for search engines, for people. That's like a big emphasis that Google has. And they've always been on the lookout for quality of content. And nowadays, though, with like ChatGPT, though, it's a lot tougher to differentiate what's written by an article spinner versus ChatGPT. It's pretty right. much looks, reads perfectly fine. So it's a little bit tougher, but Google said they're going to penalize stuff like that. So we'll have to mm. see how they're going to figure that out. I've heard ChatGPT right. and other tools are going to a watermark in the background mm. of the text somehow that way they could differentiate because right. I have a cousin who's a screenwriter in Hollywood and Hollywood saying we don't want AI written content we want people to right. write it. I'm not sure how they're going to differentiate that but if there's a watermark or something to help mm -hmm. let people know that it's AI versus human I think that's what might be coming out but who knows what's going to happen but I just be careful because Google said they would potentially penalize and right. you don't want to do anything that's going to jeopardize your website because you might get some short-term yeah. games where you might get some quick rankings, but in the long term, it might actually do more harm than good. It's too new, and Google really focuses a lot on content. They want quality content, so we'll have to see what happens. Makes sense. So a lot of our audiences, early stage or mid-size e-commerce brands, and a lot of them have invested a lot on Facebook and Instagram and their social media presence, but maybe not as much on SEO. So I want to talk about what strategy you would take to really start getting a brand to rank and to use SEO as a growth channel. If you're a million or $5 million brand that is interested in investing in SEO, how should one go about that? So with e-commerce, with SEO in general, a big part of it is what we just mentioned, content, text. Google feeds itself off of text. It can't really read images or videos or understand audio yet. It's getting better, but it really relies heavily on text. And you need to have text on every single page on your website. So for e-commerce websites, a lot of them will just be like product images. Like you might go to a category page or a collection page, mm. however they want to call it. But those pages are just usually a bunch of images, which... It doesn't really help the search engines. They need text as well. So I always tell people, especially for e-commerce, that you should have like a paragraph or a couple paragraphs of content text on those mm. category pages that describes what that category page is more for search engines for people as well, but it's more for search engines. That way right. they can read and understand and know what that page is about because otherwise they could only really see the file name of images. So when search engines look at images, it just becomes a file name. Making sure your image file name is descriptive and describes what that image is about is very important for e-commerce to show up in Google images, but it doesn't give you that much space to really put much text. You can only put a few words that describe that image. Then you can have an alt tag to that image as well if you want to get mm -hmm. more technical, but that doesn't give you that much space. So content is so very important. And I usually tell people throw content at the bottom of the page. 
don't throw it at the top because mm. at the top you want to make it look nice and pretty and optimize for conversions for people. Right. That way they want to buy off of you. And then lower down below the images, you could have a bunch of text that describes what that image is about for the search engine. So you're optimizing your website for people to try to capture those conversions once they get to your website, but also you're optimizing your website for Google by putting all that content at the bottom or just anywhere on that page. It doesn't matter where you put it, but mm -hmm. usually I tell people just put it at the bottom so it doesn't interfere with conversion rate optimization. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. I'm curious too, everyone hears about backlinking and, oh, you've got to have great backlinks. How important is backlinking to SEO right now? Yep. So you could put keywords all over your website and with SEO, a lot of it is going in to the back end to the coding and putting keywords on the title tag and the description and all these mm -hmm. technical places. But unfortunately, Google doesn't really care what you put on the website because they don't trust you. So you have to build right. trust up and the best way to build trust is by getting backlinks, getting other websites to talk about you. The more websites that talk about you, the more trust Google is going to give to you. And then they look at those keywords on your website, but it doesn't work the other way around without backlinks. It's pretty much impossible to rank on Google's mm -hmm. whole algorithm started based off backlinks. It's changed right. a lot over the years, how they look at them. So in the past, it was just a numbers game. If you have a hundred backlinks and I have 200, I would rank higher than you. But nowadays it's not the number of backlinks. It's the number of quality backlinks. And what is a quality backlink to Google? A quality backlink means it's from a site that's related to you. That's really the most important. So if you're selling like shoes online right. and then you're getting a backlink from like a restaurant, that's a little weird. It's going to throw Google off a little bit, but if you're right. selling shoes and you're getting a backlink from like a clothing website or fashion, or maybe your shoes are for sports and you're getting mm -hmm. a sports website to link to, that makes a lot more sense. So relevancy is really important. And then also authoritativeness how popular or how big is the website? Like if I gave you a backlink from my website, it's mm -hmm. a good backlink, but it's not the same tier as like a Forbes or Wall Street Journal. So the bigger the website, the more SEO value, but relevancy really is the number one. It's finding niche related sites. Makes sense. Didn't a lot of those big media outlets stop doing follow backlinks? There's do not follow backlinks and follow backlinks. Has that changed very recently? Because I remember I was talking to another friend that's doing SEO for their brand and they got backlinks from big media outlets, but they found out they were do not follow links. Yeah. So that's the one thing where like, I forgot, 10, 15 years ago, Google mm -hmm. made this no follow tag because a lot of websites were getting spammed because people right. were just gaming the system, trying to build backlinks to build backlinks and it wasn't quality. So Google mm -hmm. said like to Wikipedia, where anyone could go into Wikipedia, make a change. Wikipedia was getting a lot of spam because Wikipedia right. is one of the top 10 most popular websites and mm -hmm. at the bottom of every Wikipedia page is a bunch of citations and resources that link to other websites. So right. getting in those links, is really powerful, but a lot of people were spamming it. So Google said, Hey, Wikipedia and all these other sites that were getting spam. You can put this no follow tag and all these backlinks are not going to count for SEO. So it deters people from spamming them. So right. all social media is no followed mm -hmm. pretty much. Most big platforms are no follow because they just got so much spam. But if you remember Huffington Post five or 10 years ago was really big. But yeah. then a lot of people started spamming it and it lost that quality. So Huffington Post is all no follow. And most big news media publications are no follow because a lot of people right. pay to play. So right. they'll pay me $5,000 for wow. Forbes and I'll write you an article on Forbes. And then Forbes, right. hold on, we're right. not approving this. This is some mm -hmm. editor or writer that's just writing some right. content that we have no idea what they're doing. So we're putting these no follow tags. But then there's even like beyond that, like they could have a page that's all these links are do follow, but then they put in like a robots.txt tag to no right. index this page. 
So mm -hmm. you have to really look beyond that because it might be yeah. do follow links, but that page might be on a section of the website that Google's blocked from completely. So it's a oh, do follow wow. link, but Google's never going to see that. It gets kind of technical. I tell people don't overthink it, build quality backlinks. And because no follow backlinks, Google's not going to count those for backlinks, but Google will still see your URL. So Google will still see if you're on Wikipedia, that mm -hmm. link won't count for backlink, but it counts as a citation. So Got Google it. sees that you're cited on Wikipedia. So it's not the same as a backlink, but right. it has some value. It's just not as valuable as a do follow link. Got it. Makes sense. It's interesting. I'm curious too, do you work along with sponsored content? I've seen a lot of brands hit up these big media outlets and say, Hey, we want to do a sponsored post about the top men's jewelry brand in 2023 or whatever it may be. What, what's going on with sponsored content? And I've seen a lot of brands use sponsored content to grow. So I'm curious what your take is on sponsored content and what angle you see brands utilizing with that type of content. Yeah. So Google also made some new tags recently for sponsored content. So a lot of people go and essentially try to get published on other people's websites with backlinks and they'll reach out and ask them if they can write an article or do a blog or whatever press release, some piece of content mm -hmm. about them. And if they're paying for it, then Google wants to say, or wants the website to say that it's sponsored. So if I paid Forbes to write an article about me, then Forbes should put sponsored. Mm -hmm. If I reach out to Forbes and ask them to write an article about me, if I'm not paying, then I don't necessarily need to put sponsored. But if I'm paying, then you should put that in there. And yeah, that kind of counts like a no follow link. Right. It's not the same. And mm -hmm. Google's really vague about how that stuff works, but it probably devalues it a little bit. So it's not going to get that full SEO value, that backlink. Got it. It makes sense. I'm curious too, when people talk about investing in SEO, most people you talk to in the SEO world say a long-term play. And so I guess I'm curious from your stance, e-commerce, people like to see results as fast as they can and SEO can be so long-term. And so are there any kind of quick, wins that a brand can have getting different results? Is it a matter of targeting really long tail or unique keywords? Or what, what do you think a brand can do to start seeing some results from SEO early on rather than having to wait a year or two? Like building backlinks sooner than later is going to help speed everything up. You could, if you're starting out, there's shortcuts, like you could buy expired domains. So you could find old websites that are similar to yours or your competitors' websites that went out of business, you buy those domains and that those have some SEO value attached to them. So that will speed things up, but then you can't really pick your company name. So you settle, but that's a shortcut that works right. nowadays and it's worked for a long time. But other than that, shortcuts work, but they could potentially get you penalized. The ones I mentioned won't get you penalized, yeah. but right. there are ones that will game in the system that could work, but in the long run, probably might do yeah. more harm than good. I would really focus on building good quality backlinks and have good quality content on your pages. And you want to put content on every page, which can be tough if you're e-commerce and you have 5,000 products. Mm -hmm. How do you add content to every single page? So I would really focus on the homepage, the category pages, because that's really where people are going to usually land is category right. pages. And then you get to optimize top selling products or the ones that give you the biggest profit margin or right ones that you really focus on. But if you have a lot, it's going to be tough, but content is so very important. So mm -hmm. I really try to really look at how you structure your hierarchy of your website right. too, because that's so very important is the categorization of your website. And I would look at maybe your competitors, see mm -hmm. how they categorize the website because category pages usually bring in the majority of the traffic. If someone's searching for, let's say like back to shoes, like 
you're right. selling tennis shoes, you might have all these different styles of shoes and people are probably going to search like men's tennis shoes or women's tennis shoes. And they're going to get to that page where it has all the different shoes for them to pick versus someone searching for like men's tennis shoes, white size 10. And then you show them a right. specific product that might be what they're looking for, but that might not be the style that they're looking for. So giving them more options of more mm -hmm. category pages versus just here's one product. I hope this is what you're looking for, but it also depends on what you're selling. Every e-commerce business can be slightly different, but just yeah. trying to really write for the user, write for people, don't really write for search engines nowadays and just yeah. focus on quality content. That's going to really help move the needle quicker. Makes sense. You mentioned buying old domains and then either making that your brand and using that as a shortcut to win. Could you forward that domain to yours or maybe create a blog off that domain instead of just making it your brand name? Is there a play there where you can buy like an old domain that has a high domain authority and then, you know, start driving traffic from that domain to your brand? Yep. So yeah, you could also do that where you 301 redirect it. Anyone. So like example, for example, if you go to books.com and it's going to 301 redirect to barnesandnoble.com. So right. Barnes and Noble bought books.com. So you could do the same thing as buy that expire, buy your competitors old mm -hmm. domain or whatever it is. And then 301 redirect it to yours. And you're not going to get the full SEO value. Google knows you might get like half of the value yeah. or you could even take it one step further where I've heard people rebuild the website. So you buy an old domain, rebuild it, and then you redirect each page individually to a page that's related to yours. It's a lot right. more work, but that one yeah. might work a little bit better. But as long as you buy a domain that's similar to yours, and I would recommend to everyone, be on the lookout for your competitors. Like It doesn't matter if you're new or established. If right. your competitors, their domains, yeah, you could look using tools like Ahrefs or Moz or right. SEMrush, pay tools, but they'll show you how many backlinks, how much authoritativeness these domains have. And they have right. a decent amount of authority. I'd buy yeah. that domain, 301 redirect it to yours, and you're right. going to get a decent amount of SEO value in their backlinks. Got it. Makes sense. Interesting. Brandon, tell us about SEO optimizers. What's your guys' main focus? What kind of brands or businesses do you work with? Let our audience know more about you. Yeah, no. Been helping people get more traffic since 2007. Try to focus on SEO, help out a little bit with paid ads as well, but mainly focus or try to focus on the organic side of things and help out small, medium-sized businesses. As long as you have a viable product or service on the website, then I could check it out and let you know what's going to go on with SEO because it's really not a one-size-fits-all. So I always offer people a free website analysis where I check out the website from an SEO point of view and see what's working, what's not working, and look at the competitors and see what they're doing because SEO... What matters is who are your competitors, meaning who's ranked on that first page of Google for your keywords and how much SEO have they done versus you and what's the right. disconnect and how do we fill that void? So that's really where I go in and help people with that. Makes sense. As we wrap up here, one final question that I like to ask on e-commerce on tap is what is one question that I didn't ask you that you wish I had asked? And then you can go ahead and answer that question. So I don't know if there's a question that comes to mind right away, but go ahead. Maybe not a question, but... A comment about e-commerce. Another thing is adding or incorporating what's called schema. It's a coding language that Google, Bing, Yahoo made 10 years ago, and it's a way to enhance your listing. So when you search in Google, sometimes you'll see there's star reviews right there, like the ratings, or it might show the price in the search results, or if it's a recipe, it might show the recipe right there. This is all marking up your website using what's mm -hmm. called schema.org. It's a coding language that 
the search engines made. And if you use that and incorporate that into your product pages, then essentially Google might show your product images right there in the search results next to your website. It might show the ratings or the reviews. So it shows like a five star and that really draws your eye in. It'll show the price there. And there's a lot of other things that you can enhance and mark up. And that's one thing I would recommend for e-commerce businesses or anyone, but especially e-commerce to mark up yeah. those product pages. It's a little technical. It's not the most straightforward, but there's a lot of like tools where you just insert all the data and it'll code it for you. Mm. You can just search on Google, like schema generator. Oh, and nice. there's tools that will create the schema code. You add it to your website. And then Google even has a schema validator to make sure it's actually accurate. So you could then throw it into the Google validator or the schema validator and make sure it actually reads and understands that schema code. And that's just going to really enhance that listing and make it pop out a little bit more. Awesome. There you go. Find the schema. That's awesome. Brandon, where can people get in touch with you? So for everyone listening or watching, I created a special gift for them. If they go to my website at seooptimizers.com, that's S-E-O-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S.com forward slash gift. They can find that there along with my contact information and a bunch of classes I've done over the years. I've thrown up there for free so they can watch it and see step-by-step how to do a lot of stuff that we talked about. And also if they want to book some time on my calendar for free website analysis, happy to check out the website from an SEO point of view and they could book some time on my calendar there for free as well. Awesome. Sounds good. Brandon, thanks so much for coming on e-commerce on tap. We really appreciate you spending the time. Thanks for having me on today.